Join me right now is UFC veteran Rocky Lee. He'll be fighting on January 12th at Way of the Dragon 3 versus Shaquem Rock. What's going on, Rocky? I'm good. I'm prepared, really good. And then, like, like but this past few months, I've been through a lot of shit. Like, like my dog passed away, and then I divorced with my wife. So I kind of, like, it's kind of been shit. But, like, at the same time, it makes me grow. It makes me stronger, so I don't know, I'm ready. I'm ready to put on a good show. You you just said your dog passed away? Yeah, my dog passed away like October. Like it was in Taiwan. My mom was walking my dog and then someone threw a poison in the park and my dog accidentally ate it and then passed away. And it's at the same park, already ten dogs got poisoned, so it's shitty. Yeah, it's so fucked up. Yeah, yeah, they still haven't catch food for the poison. So that's fucked up. Are you a big animal person? I'm a dog person. I love dogs. And especially my dog, I saved it from Bali. It's, uh, I found it by the dumpster and uh, he was really bad conditioning. And I brought, I brought him back. Even sent him back to Taiwan, but fuck man, someone poisoned him. It's fucked up. But he's man. with me right now, so, because I... I brought his ash back to Bali, so he's with me right now. But I think right before I back to Taiwan, I'm gonna spray his ash to his favorite beach. I'm just, I have to let him go. Like I shouldn't keep him with me. I should let him go. But at the same time, I appreciate him because it's kind of like protect me. This camp, I didn't get any injuries, anything. Like I was, this camp was great, so I appreciate it. Awesome, man. Uh, now let's talk about Taiwan. You are considered a pioneer of Taiwanese MMA. How does it feel to be recognized for being a person people respect for growing the sport? Like, honestly, for me, I'm just doing what I love, you know. Like, I, like at the same time, I want to inspire people, like, to, you know, to do what they love, do what they're passionate about it. I know, but it's hard, you know, like, because people will, like, doubt you. People will, like, you know, like, talking shit, but... Come on, just don't give a fuck. Just do what you love, you know. Like, honestly, I, I don't care about what people say. I'm just doing what I love. This changed my life. Without martial art, right now, I probably end up in prison or something. Or I'm a drug addict. I don't know. So this changed my life. So for me, I'm appreciated. So I'm just doing what I love. That's it. Simple. You were in Taiwan in the beginning days of MMA, in the early days. When you look back at those early days, what do you think? What do you tell people? Uh, fuck. I feel like, I don't know, like, because actually today, right before I came to sparring, I was, like, thinking about the, my first MMA sparring session. I was like, fuck, I, like, huge difference. Like, even just nine years, like, I feel like huge difference compared to the first time I spar MMA. But, I mean, like, sometimes you go up and down, you know, but when you go down, think about it while you start. So, it's good. It's crazy journey, but I love it. You made your pro debut in Taiwan at Pro FC. Pro FC is not around anymore. What did you think yeah. about that promotion? It gave you your start. I mean, I appreciate it, even though I don't get paid much. <laughs> Pro FC only get paid what, like three hundred bucks. But it, it's something. But I'm happy. I'm happy to have the opportunity to fight Pro FC. But man. That day, that, that time, I only training for two years, and I don't have any background like other people. So my first 
pro debut. It's like, bro, I don't have any amateur. So it's crazy. So for me, it's not going back. It's not like, okay, I fought pro debut and then going back to fight amateur. So it's just like, wow. So I have to work harder. Because for me, I start pretty late. I started when I was 22. Other people started when they were, what, 11, 12, even, like, even younger. So for me, I only have a street fight like, experience. So I have to work harder. But I appreciate it. I have a good time. It's a, it's a crazy journey, but I love it. Sometimes that street fight experience is very helpful in the cage, right? No, no. No. <laughs> in the street fight, like your friend will, you know, it's a teamwork. Sometimes your friend will jump in, you know, so it's different. And you have like bottles, something, so it's different. After a few years, you know, you went undefeated and you got on the, the Ultimate Fighter China, the season that they had. Did you have hardships? You know, on that show, because every time I talk to fighters that been on the Ultimate Fighter, they really didn't like being on that show. Did you like it? No, no, I hate it. Because there's no freedom. Like, no cell phone, no book, no computer, no contact with outside, nothing. And then you be in the house, like, what, seven, eight weeks? And you living with the, you living the people you're going to fight at the same house. So it's like, oh, I, I, no, I don't like it. I mean, it's a good experience because I won the submission of season, so for me, it's good. <laughs> was it difficult for you being from Taiwan and you're in the house with Chinese fighters? Was it difficult for you to get along with a lot of them? It was just normal. It's just normal. We still friends, but it's weird because you might have to fight someone you become friends with. So it's kind of weird. Because of that show, your name grew you know, larger, more popular around Asia, around the world, and you made your UFC debut. It didn't go your way, and you left the promotion. You had some hard times, you know, throughout the years, but you came back, won a fight. Now you're back with a new promotion, Way of the Dragon. They're making big moves in Taiwan. When you look at Taiwan MMA now, what are your thoughts? Uh, it definitely changed a lot since when I started. When I first started, no one knew about MMA. No one knows about it. Like, even I, I tell people I train jujitsu, no one. What the fuck is jujitsu? Is that judo? No one knows about it, but now it's getting popular in Taiwan. So for me, it's good. Like, um, it's fighting back home. It, it gets me more exposure, and I can get more sponsor, and then I can inspire more our younger generation to do what they love. So for me, it's big. It's big for me to fight back home. Your last fight was at Way of the Dragon 2 about five months ago what have you been up to since then have you been training at bali the whole time or have you did you stay in taiwan i mean actually after my last fight i was staying in taiwan i was planning to stay in Taiwan for three months and then coming back to bali but uh, it was tough because me and my ex kind of like not get along she's not getting along with my family and because she's white the culture is different and for me, it's like I'm from like Taiwanese, like traditional family. So I'm a family person. But, you know, white person probably don't get it because, you know, they don't have like... Because when they grew up, their family keep them out. So they don't understand the family. You you understand, right? Because like for me, it's like family is very important, my brother. So for me, it's hard, you know, sometimes like when I training, I have to deal with like, okay, my brother call me, oh, you're... Your ex, your ex is blah, blah, blah. And then I get a phone call from her. And then she's like, oh, your, your brother is a shit. Like, oh. So it's just stress for me. So, I mean, I love her, but I have to make this decision. It's good for me. 
and also school for her. So I'm still sad, but I'm okay. You know, I'm okay now. It makes me grow. So I kind of been through a rough few months, and then my dog passed away. So it's, but it's good. I, I I appreciate this because without this, I won't grow. You know, I won't I won't become stronger. Well, did that affect you going into that last fight? The problems with your family and your ex? Yeah, kind of. And I also, I think the weight cut is a little bit... Cause the weight cut wasn't that good, so... Because in the, in the practice, I get hit like that. I, I have no problems. <laughs> and in the fight, I, I look back, the, I, I do a replay, and I get hit. And I go down, so I, I wonder why. And then I realized the weight cut. Because I, mm. the weight, it was a bad weight cut, so the free in my brain is kind of like fucked up. So that's why, boom, get hit and I go down. Because I like in the sparring, I get hit way harder like that and no problem. But now I learn. Now I learn. I'm excited for this one. Well, you're down at a Bali MMA. You've been training down there for a long, long time. What makes yeah. you return to that camp every year? I mean, it just feels like family here. You know, everyone's like support me. We feel like family. We help each other. And then we, we got a really good team. We got really good coaches. So that's why I'm here. Training camp. How long have you been in training camp for? Uh, I started like maybe October. Because we have all the guys fighting. So I kind of like prepare them, help mm -hmm. them to fight, you know, help them prepare to fight. Me, I'm also training like nonstop. So for me, just same shit, different day. Like today. Hey, everyone's New Year celebrate. For me, it's just like, no, it's just different day also tomorrow i'm gonna train tomorrow too so it's not yeah it's the same shit different day for me who did you help out for their fight uh, help out gianni gianni suba he was supposed to fight in kettle but he got pulled out because i think they found his like there's a cyst in his brain or something so they mm. put him pulled out of the fight now the actually the organization pulled him out and then who else are helping like p2 got other indonesian fighter who else? I think Jingnan, Xiong Jingnan. He was a uh, he was gonna fight Andrew Ali, but Andrew Ali pulled out. He was injured. But I think they're gonna reschedule again on uh, March in Japan. So she's coming back soon. I mean, just how just been helping out my teammate, and then yeah, you guys have a incredible team, a lot of big names in that camp. Do you feel that uh, you yourself you will eventually sign with one championship? I mean. If I if they sign me, yeah, for sure, fuck yeah, because they are biggest in Southeast. But now I feel I need to get a couple more wins. I need to beat up some more people, so they will sign me, right? Like I can't just say, hey, sign me, please. Like I have to like, I have to, I have to prove myself. I have to like mm. fucking fuck some people up. <laughs> Definitely. Well, you know your next opponent. He is a guy that is known throughout Southeast Asia. Shakim Rock. Um, he's known for being a big talker. Uh, are you used to that? Are you used to fighting guys that talk too much? Honestly, like, so whatever the fuck you want, you know? Like, I'm just gonna do, go in there, do my shit. And uh, I know he's a jujitsu guy. I'm a jujitsu guy too. That's my background. So, uh, but this is MMA. So that's fucking fight. <laughs> I'm excited. What kind of advantages do you think you have against a guy like him? I mean, because he's like more like one dimensional fighter. He's Jiu-Jitsu guy, and then like his past few fights fighting someone doesn't know Jiu-Jitsu. And then for me, like, because I've been working on my striking, I've been working on my wrestling. So 
I mean, I feel like I'm more like a completed fighter than him. Where do you think you are at in your career now? You fought for the UFC. You fought for many different promotions, you know, on this side of the world. How do you feel about your career? Uh, it's been so up and down. But I feel like now my career just started. Mm. That's how I feel. Because before, because the last relationship was kind of toxic, so I couldn't really 100% focus on myself. But now I can 100% focus on myself. So I feel like it, my career just started. You know, I'm 31. Right now, my, my skill is more like complete than before. Before, I'm knowing like, you know, I only know ground. I only know jiu-jitsu. But now I feel like my skill is more complete now. And then my mindset is stronger now, mentally and physically. So I'm excited. I'm, like, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to it. To, uh, I don't know. Because now I'm 31, playing fighting till maybe 30, 37, 38. So see how it goes. One step at a time. Definitely. 2019, do you have any goals, personal goals for yourself that you have set for this year? Like I said, one step at a time. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just gonna focus, fuck this dude up, and then see what's next. Maybe after I beat him, I'm gonna call out Rex for rematch. My goal is that I'm gonna call out everyone who beat me in the past, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna get revenge of everyone. The loss, the past few loss, I'm gonna call out everyone. That's what I'm gonna do. That's my plan. <laughs> January 12th, Way of the Dragon 3. Rocky Lee will face Shaquem Rock in Taipei. Thank you for your time, Rocky, and uh, it's, it was good to finally talk to you, man. Yeah, it's good to talk to you, too. Happy New Year.